Hi, I'm Jeff. And I'm Marnie. We're two broke teachers who love to travel. Our years of experience traveling on a budget have given us insight into the best and most affordable ways to see the world. Now, we want to share our adventures and knowledge with you. Follow along as we share tips, tricks, and hacks to help you travel the world without breaking the bank. This is Broke Teacher Travel Podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Broke Teacher's Travel Podcast. I'm Marnie. And I'm Jeff. And this is episode eight. Tonight, we're going to be talking about 15 things you need to know before you board an airplane. All right. That sounds like a lot of fun. (laughs) Yeah, I hope so. Okay, first up, let's get right into this. A big thing to do if you're traveling with kids, especially, is to talk them through the boarding process. Make it into a game. Have them pretend. You can even do it in the car or you can do it at home. Kind of associate everything to a car ride that's in the air. And this might make the whole travel process a little easier for them to understand and to get through. You know, and you might even want to say, hey, here's where the feet are going to be. Draw their feet, maybe a silhouette on a piece of poster board, and show them the proper position when they go through. That's kind of cool, you know, so kids might enjoy doing that a little bit. Yeah, and uh, uh, don't kick the seat sign for the one in front of them, oh. maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. But, then, you know, it's always uh, can make some for, for some lively travel. Yeah, definitely. All right, if you're taking a flight that includes meals, make sure that you have... Uh, You've logged in and talked about any type of special dietary um, requirements um, ahead of time. Contact the airline. Make sure you reaffirm with the stewardess, um, you know, when she bring before um, mealtime. And when she brings, make sure you check because some of those things, uh, it may seem, you know, we may not look at it and it may, you know, have um, something that maybe you're allergic to or something like that. But the air, airplanes are, are pretty, uh, the... The staff there is pretty good about that. Oh, absolutely. They are. Um, Another thing to think about is make sure that you have the contact info for your airline in your phone. uh, Have it written down. And this includes their Twitter handle. May sound a little odd, but this has come in very handy for a lot of travelers. If your planes are delayed, your flights are delayed, or anything like that, they'll post it on Twitter. If you're having problems with anything, you can contact their Twitter, and they'll usually tell you how to reach them through direct messaging or something like that. And it's a much quicker process than waiting in that long line on the phones or in person. Um, one of the things, and, and there are two very funny stories that come out of this next one. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> you know, you, you, you could pack all of your stuff, in, um, especially in your carry-on, and make sure that you re-examine the bags before you get out at the, or when you get out at the airport. Um, two things. Um, one involved a friend of mine, and um, his son happened, we stopped at a flea market, and his son bought a really cool Rambo survival knife and put it in his dad's bag um, that without w- his dad's w- knowledge without his dad's knowledge <laughs> and um, you know that that became an issue with TSA very very quickly <laughs> and um, you know so I'm really glad my friend uh, didn't get detained for that uh, the other one had to do with uh, when when my stepfather was coming back from Idaho he was a great shopper and he found a deal on some sodas and he put them in his bag along with some rocks that they had picked up <laughs> and so there was hissing and all kinds of stuff coming out of the bag and uh, TSA had a conversation with them about that as well. Yes which is 
even funnier because he was actually a pilot. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Not a commercial pilot, but a fighter pilot. And, and also the same kind of things with uh, things that you don't think is a big deal. Um, pocket knives, um, you know, sometimes. Uh, well, you're used to carrying those right, things a right. lot of times. You know, so the big things we think about, but. Recheck your bag. Make sure you tell your kids, hey, do not put this stuff in my bag. Um, if there's a good deal on soda, maybe they'll have that good deal back home, but uh, maybe yes. not do that. <laughs> yes, maybe wait on that one. Right. Um, make sure you have your chargers. Don't don't leave home without that. They are very expensive at the airport. Um, They're about $40, right, for a yeah. $10 charger. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I hear. So you hear. Uh-huh. But there... Another thing, the reason you want to bring your own chargers is you do not want to use the chargers at the airport. Right now, there is something going on where people can access your information if you plug into those chargers at the airport and they can download all of the information off your phone. It's very dangerous. So just bring your own cube and charger, plug in somewhere, and you'll be good to go. Some people um, like to live dangerous, okay? Um, I have... Tried to live a little dangerously a couple of times, and it's cost me at the airport. Make sure you are there early. Um, there's no telling what will happen. Sometimes there's an issue with boarding, with your boarding pass. Sometimes you have to uh, have an agent. Sometimes you have to contact the airport. I do know this. This happened to me and an entire group that I was with um, on a tour in, um, in Peru that seemed like we had plenty of time we get in line to get some food at the um the food court there and it said that boarding was at seven o'clock well we get there at 6 50 the doors are closed and i end up spending the night in a very sketchy area of lima peru so make sure you get there early don't get too detained by um you know, are overwhelmed by cool things that you see in, um, you know, like McDonald's, if you haven't seen it in 10 days or 12 <laughs> days, and do not stop. Just make sure you're there on time. Yeah, definitely an important thing to think about. Um, also, ask about early boarding for extenuating circumstances, like if you have a physical impairment or something like that, or if it's an elderly person with you, ask if they can board a little bit early. That can be a big game changer for your travel party. And sometimes if you um, contact the airline, and I've mentioned this before, um, they will actually have somebody there with a wheelchair to help people that need special assistance get from point A to point B. And this is a game changer. Um, if you've been ever been to you know a very big airport with people going um, back and forth, trying you trying to navigate a wheelchair or um, trying to um, you know just help somebody that maybe walks a little slower or you know had a hip replacement, a knee replacement, that can become a very big issue trying to get through some of the terminals. One of the things that I've run into is these terminals are very very large. Um, we get kind of spoiled here. Like Atlanta has the great little shuttle that takes us from um, one terminal to the other. Not all large airports have that. So there yeah. you have to walk. And so it can take you 30 to 45 minutes for a person that's in decent shape to get to the far ends of the airport. Yeah. And because you're navigating all the people, the foot traffic and all of that. Yeah. That definitely can make a huge difference. Um, another thing to 
do before you leave even the house and I think they have some tools there in the airport if I remember correctly measure and weigh your bags this can determine if you need to check a bag or if it can be a carry-on there are size requirements posted on the airline's websites and just check that ahead of time they make scales for your bags that you can weigh them at home and at least get a good approximation of what it is and that can be very helpful and every now and then uh, you could find those scales at sometimes uh target or walmart has them um Marshalls. Marshalls and uh, Ross Ross sometimes Mm -hmm. have those. And if you're traveling with um, younger people, that's one thing you want to make sure because if it doesn't fit in this regulation, like some some airlines are kind of lax about it, but other ones make you put it in this little frame and then they will weigh it. They'll put it on the scales. And if it's too much, then you have to check it. Um, Generally, you could check things at the gate, but not always. And, you know, especially if you're going from – you know, have a connecting flight somewhere else, um, it, it may delay you a little bit. And those check bag fees can add up quickly. Oh, yeah, that's that's true. Um, checking a bag, make sure that, um, you know, you have your, your big check bag that you put in, but recheck uh, your, your carry-on um, because make sure that you have the essentials with you. Um, I would always carry a set of spare clothes, um, even if you're not a, if you think it's, you're going to some tropical destination like Greece, you may... Um, get caught in a blizzard in Paris for two days with nothing but shorts and a hoodie. Okay, so you know that's not some, that that's happened. Not that that's happened. Um, so that, so that's important. Also, make sure that you have an additional charger in there. Make sure you have um, you know any type of medicine, and also your toothbrush. Make sure you have that. Okay, something else, speaking of chargers, make sure you charge your devices while you're sitting at the airport waiting for your plane to board because you want to be ready to roll when you land. You want to have your phone ready to go. There may be something right off the bat that you want to take a picture of, and you want to make sure your phone's charged, or maybe you need to call and touch base with everyone at home. That way you can let everyone know you've landed safely, you're okay, your devices are all charged, and you're good to go. You know, another thing, make sure that um, you have easy on and off shoes, okay? Um, you know, w- when you have to go through TSA, they're going to make you take your shoes off. Um, if you have boots that are hard to get in and on and, uh, and on and off, uh, you might want to just put those in your um, check bag, wear a pair of tennis shoes. Um, also, I would always recommend that if you're the kind of person that likes to take your shoes off on long flights, um, that you always have a pair of slide-on shoes. You do not want to go walking around the plane, especially in the bathroom. I saw this um, on the last international flight I was on, and people were walking not just, you know, with socks on in the bathroom, but, you know, barefooted. And I'm like, ooh. No, that, thank you. Yeah, that, that's that's pretty gross. So, <laughs> no, thank um, you. And again, you know, it's there's a lot of turbulence up there, so you no telling what you're stepping in. Or actually, there's a lot of telling what you're stepping yeah. in, so <laughs> just watch your feet on that. Okay. Another thing that you want to make sure you have on the plane is bottled water. Do not try to bring it through TSA. Wait till after you're through the security checkpoints before you purchase, which I would recommend just bringing an empty water bottle and filling it at a water filling station, or purchase a bottle there. The ones there are going to be more expensive, but don't drink the plain water. There have been so many studies showing that that water is not good. It is just not a great thing to put in your body. <laughs> and also with that same thing, ice that are that's on the plane that, um, 
you know, a lot of recommendations is you don't drink anything with ice. You drink it straight out of the bottle. So when they come around, whether it's it's soda or whatever, it's chilled, yeah. but um, not, you know, don't don't drink the ice. Anymore. Yes, it's definitely cold enough to drink without the ice. Yeah. And that's a good thought there. Um, also, what you want to do is they will tell you this, but you want to set your phone on airplane mode. Um, I'm not sure all the reasons why, um, but that's something they tell you to do and I've never been called on it, but you know, just, you know, you could buy Wi-Fi or whatever. Sometimes there's complimentary Wi-Fi, mm -hmm. um, but make sure you follow those rules that they ask you to do. Yeah. I saw, I can't remember which airline it was the other day that is offering complimentary Wi-Fi. And if you have an iPhone, I know that our text messages, if you have Wi-Fi, you can text that way. So if you're texting someone to let them know you made it to on the plane safely or you just landed, that's a great tool to have too. Um, make sure you bring antibacterial wipes. Like Jeff was saying about the shoes, everything in a plane has been touched by tons of other people. And germs are floating everywhere. Just take a couple of wipes, wipe down your seat, wipe down the handles, the tray, anything around you that you'll be touching, and just give it a quick cleaning, and that'll save you at least a few germs being passed your way. One, one other thing um, I just want to mention is, you know, understand if you're, especially if you're going on a long flight, be careful what you eat before you get on the plane. Oh, yeah. You know, make sure of that, because a lot of people experience what is called jet gut, um, you know. I'm not sure how it all works. It has something to do with, with pressure and things, but people tend to get nauseated um, on the plane. So, again, uh, make sure you don't just load up on big meals and then go straight on the plane. At least that's my advice. Well, that's our 15 tips, but guess what? We have five bonus tips for you. <laughs> okay, the first one. Let's go ahead and get into these. If you're traveling with a baby, make sure you check the airline's recommendations for car seats and what size it has to be and how it has to work to bring, make sure you have that with you. That's very important. Don't forget that. You know, I didn't realize that, that like little kids can just travel in the, the mother's lap. And, yeah, and I, they can. I, I don't, I didn't know that. And, um, you know, so I, I was on a flight and the woman beside me had a, a baby. So I kind of get up and walk up, you know, around, stand up in the back of the plane for, you know, 15 or 20 minutes. And, you know, I offered, Hey, just let your, your kid kind of play here, have a little space for a little while. So, um, you know, that's, that's something. So with those kids, always make sure it doesn't matter what age that there's something that is going to entertain them and that they have access to. So if it's younger kids, you know, it's, you know, whatever kind of little toys or, you know, for those kids that are five and up, you know, or whatever age they start out, you know, a tablet and make sure it's fully charged. Usually, you, yes. can, you know, yeah, because there, there is, you know, um, you want to see a sad child, you know, when you're, when you're watching that battery go down mm -hmm. to five, four, three, two, I mean, it is, you know, like the apocalypse for, oh, a, yeah. for a child <laughs> and, and their gaming and, you know, maybe for some adults too. And make sure the toys are quiet. That's another thing. So you're not disturbing your neighbors too much. I mean, a little noise is fine. The kids have to have some noise, but just be considerate of your neighbors. Um, another thing along those lines, make sure you have AirPods, earbuds, or headphones for your child, for you, for everybody. Because if you want to watch a movie, you can just plug it into the little screen and Sit there and relax. It's a now, good thing to take with you. Now, most airlines do have complimentary ones. And speaking of uh, those headphones, I would always have 
you know, I keep one in my pocket of my jacket or whatever I'm I'm wearing and I keep one in my travel bag. Those things are very easy to get lost. The other thing, noise canceling headsets. Okay. Um, I yeah. actually actually bought a pair. Um, the um, I guess what last trip trip before last last trip I think. And there was a um, lady with a an infant in front of me, and it was a glorious thing to be able to put those on. Those things really do work. They do. They're they're great, and they're good for little ones too who are trying to sleep. That's it's really helpful because it makes everything super quiet. They're not hearing the engine roar or anything like that, and it's really helpful. Um, make sure you bring some snacks for the plane, but be thoughtful about it. A lot of people now have peanut allergies and things like that that are highly highly sensitive, and if they breathe the air that the peanuts are in, it can set off a response to the peanuts in them. And so just just think about it a little bit when you plan your snacks, but do bring some because sometimes you may not want what's offered on the airplane. Sometimes it may not be compatible with your diet. So bring a few things to munch on during the flight. And always keep snacks, even for adults, even if you're traveling yes. alone, keep some in your um, carry-on because you never know when, so, you you know, there's, there's something that you don't like or something that just doesn't look right. Um, or that you don't think is going to settle well, you may not feel well. So keep those kind of things uh, in your... Even even a delay. Right. You might want a snack because your flight's delayed. Oh, yeah. And, and one thing that I tell you, because this happened to me um, in Washington, that the $1.99 Twizzlers from Walmart taste a lot better than the $7 Twizzlers <laughs> at the airport. Okay, they really oh, I bet do. they do. <laughs> Um, the last thing, the last bonus tip is try to be as comfortable as you can. Now, you know, I've never been in a position where I can, you know, fly in the business class or the upgraded class. You know, I want to get. We're broke teachers. Bro- <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, so that little amount of space, you want to be as comfortable as you can. So travel pillows, that is always a big deal. And there are a lot of different kinds now. You know, and um, there's, you know, there's different positions that I, I put a pillow here and kind of lean forward. And that's wonderful until the person decides to lay back or move forward. Uh, minor whiplash going on there. <laughs> but I saw, and I, I was talking with Marnie earlier and I said, man, I saw this new pillow that it actually goes around the back and kind of holds your head up. And she said, that's been out for years. And I'm like, well, how come you haven't told me about it? So um, travel pillows, there's a lot of different ones. Yeah, so there's even one you can stick your arms through and you can lay your head down. Oh, yeah, that that's, we're going to have to look yeah. into some of this. <laughs> There's a lot of different ones, but that's going to wrap it up for episode eight. And next episode, episode nine, we're going to be talking about some tips for road trips. All right. Things you need to know before you take a road trip. Oh, I love road trips. Oh, me too. That's my thing. That, I is, love that, them. that is the one thing as broke teachers, we do get some time off. And so take advantage of those things. Yeah. Take a long weekend, do a road trip. It's lots of fun. Tons of fun. But that's it for tonight, you guys. Thanks a lot. Remember, subscribe to our channel. Like us. Follow us. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Join the conversation. We want to hear where you're going, where you've been. Drop us a line. Tell us something you'd like for us to talk about. We want to hear from you. We want to talk with you and get that conversation going. But that's it for tonight. And thanks for watching. And we'll see you guys later. Have a good week, guys. And remember, break the monotony. Not the bank. Thank you.